0: Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God.
1: I bless you, I give you praise, I give you glory, and I give you honor. God, I ask your blessings upon this ministry, upon your people. Now, God, show yourself strong. Father, we submit ourselves to the kingdom and to the king who is Lord over all. Father, we pray now in the mighty name of Jesus that our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come that Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we ask you to give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our debts, our trespasses, as we give those who we have debt and we have trespassed against. We ask that you lead us not into temptation, but that you deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, we've been talking about it. I told you we, we've been on this shift, and God's getting us to shift. And some of you all missed it. You've been out for a while. You need to get the podcast or go online and see if we, if we have it loaded up online so you can listen to it because we finally made it there. Okay? It took us nine weeks, but we made it there. We're finally in the place where God wants us to be. Now I'm moving into teaching us how to live in this place, in this kingdom place. In order to live in this place, you're going to have to be able to adjust your mindset. You're going to have to think kingdom-minded. You're going to have to think like a king. It's going to make all the sense in the world to you. If you let me get the basic teaching out, then we'll go even deeper into it so that you can understand it. So don't miss Sundays. Don't let the devil trip, make you think that it's too pretty outside or it might rain or whatever situation that he give you. You owe it to yourself to learn how to operate in this place that God has given you. You don't realize it, but you are an alien. You're not from here. You were sent here and put in a human body by God because God has a purpose and a plan for you. But you're really not from this place. The problem is that you adapted or adopted the customs of this world which has made things difficult and hard for you to understand. Therefore, you have forgotten who you were. That's why most people say, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my plan. All you have to do is go back to what the Scripture said, and everything else makes sense. There's no reason for anybody in here to not know why they are here. Once you know why you're here, then there are rules and guidelines for you to operate because God did not send you here to operate by the world's standards or the world's rules. They have a God of this world who has established his own rule, his own system. In his system, you can steal, you can kill, you can destroy. But in God's system, it's total opposite. He came or sent us that we might bring life. So there's going to be a difference between how you live and how God called you to live. The problem is that when God sent us to this earth to be who he called us to be and do what he told us to do, we got caught up in the world system. And many of us chose to change sides. Mutiny. We decided that we're going to do what this world does, forget about the kingdom of God. There are others who got in here who had made that decision about it they still got some conviction about what they're supposed to be do. They still love God, but they got caught up in the world system. Those people are lost. So now God is sending us to seek out that which is lost. So therefore, there's some people that you're going to run into in this world so they're not living the way they're supposed to be living, not acting, not dressing, not talking the way they're supposed to be living. But they're from this kingdom, but they're lost. They got caught up. Some kind of way their parents got caught up. And the parents lost the instruments, they lost the things, the navigational system that God had for them, and they only taught them what they had. Now these kids grow up, and they don't know because they were not taught. So they are lost. God is sending you to seek out and to save that which is lost. And he's giving you a command. Don't hold their sins and trespass against them. I don't care what they did, how bad they did it, don't you hold that against them, because he's not sending you to save, to find the righteous. He's sending you for those who are unrighteous. You understand me so far? So what you're doing now is that you are living in a kingdom society in which there is a king. And what I want to do today is lay the foundation for where we are going so that you will understand why you are here, and it's going to all begin to make sense now and I'm going to understand why I can't be broke. You're a king's kid. You're not supposed to be broke. You're a royalty. How many of you saying broke royalty? You just don't go together. So some stuff we've accepted because we didn't know no better, and now I'm going to teach you how to get that that belongs to you. There are principles and laws that we're going to understand and discover that being a part of this kingdom, that this king has set a constitution in place, that if we abide in it, all these things work for us. Because you hadn't been abiding in it, it's been working against you. Will a man rob God? But you hadn't robbed me, only but this whole nation. So when you mess up and operate outside of the kingdom principle, you mess up everything else and everybody else who's attached to you. Amen? Amen. So what I'm going to do is help us to understand it. when God says, thy kingdom come, he told us to pray. Of all things he told us, pray that thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. In other words, there's a place where we've got to understand And when I talk to you about this, there's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is an actual place. It is God's domain. I'm going to show you this in Scripture in a few minutes. The kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. So in other words, the kingdom of God is is on its way, and what God has to do is get you ready so that you can operate when it gets here. Well, it's so close now that God began to bring revelations to the body of Christ that you need to be, like John was, the forerunner for the kingdom. You need to be teaching everybody else how to live as a king, what this kingdom represents, what this kingdom is all about. Why? Because it's on its way. John pointed to Jesus and said, The kingdom of heaven is at hand, or is near. We know this deep down inside of us that the kingdom of heaven is near, but we're the forerunners. So therefore, we've got to teach people how the kingdom of God operates. The kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. So on this earth, we're trying to teach people how God handles stuff. In this kingdom, the air that we breathe is love. Without love. You're nothing. Just like in this earth realm, we need air in order to survive. In his kingdom, you need love. It's the air that you breathe. It keeps you alive. You understand? It's making sense. All right. Let's get into a little bit of this teaching and see how far we can go in order to be able to get God's understanding in this. I'm going to solicit the help of my Gorgeous wife, Miss Sophia, to help me with scripture reading. Miss King. Turn on the mic. Okay, try it again. Did you have it off?
0: Matthew 6, 9 to 10. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven.
1: All right. Now, with this scripture right here, the disciples had just came to Jesus and asked him, Lord, we see you praying all the time. Teach us how to pray. And now the Lord's teaching them how to pray, don't you realize that everything that he wants them to do has to be wrapped up in what he's asking or they're requesting of him? So the Lord's prayer is deeper than what you think it is, or what we call the Lord's prayer is deeper. It's actually a model prayer that Jesus is teaching his disciples what to pray for. He said, after this manner, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven. In other words, acknowledge the fact that he is the Father of everything. Every kingdom that has been set up, he set up the first kingdom. That's why we call him the Ancient of Days. He's older than time. He created everything for himself. And and once you understand kingdom, you understand that that's not being selfish because a king Everything revolves around him. As, 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 as the United States we live in, guess what? We don't belong to the president. President Trump don't own us. President Trump don't own our house, don't own our car, don't own our, at least for right now, don't own any of this stuff. All right? But a king owns everything. You are not owned as a person. You are a subject. You are something that belongs to the king. That's why when you see Jesus being king, that means he owns you. He, how did he own me? He paid the price for you. He bought you. We just sang it. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung his head, and then he died. And that's love. That's the air we breathe. But the story didn't end. Three days later, <laughs> he rose again. Now that's love. He paid the price that the devil put out there for our salvation. So we crowned him king. But not only that, he said, Our Father which are in heaven, you've got to understand heaven. Heaven, and we'll see this in scripture, is there actually that we know of. There, some say there are seven heavens, but I know of three. Okay? There are three heavens. One that we see by day. That's where we see the birds fly and you know the airplanes flying, the clouds. There's another that we see by night, and those are where the Stars are in the frontaments of of heaven, and all the stuff that you see going on at nighttime, and all the astrological stuff. And then there's a third one that we see by faith. Okay, it's so far out there that you gotta you gotta have your faith to see it. So one you see by day, the other by night, and the other by faith. That's the one that Paul said he was caught up in the third heaven. He was caught. So there is a heaven that's out there that's coming to this earth. God sent us to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth until the actual manifestation comes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you catching it. Some, it's clicking in some of you. Some of you are like, where is he going? Okay. Keep going. Hallowed be thy name. God, let your name be honored. Where? In thy kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Remember, he's saying two things here, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. He's saying that thy kingdom come. In other words, that your way of doing things begin to manifest so when your kingdom come, the heaven, kingdom of heaven come, we already know how to act. We already know how to We're living as if we have already obtained it. You're supposed to be living like you're a part of the kingdom right now. You're supposed to be showing people how to live according to the kingdom of heaven right now. The kingdom of God is God's way of doing things. The kingdom of heaven is actually the place. The place is on its way, but God said you teach the people how to handle it before they get there. Sometimes you go on a trip. I know. I see y'all putting your coats back on. Y'all just, Sometimes you're going on a trip, and you tell your kids, look, we're going over... uh, in them house, and you ain't gonna act no fool when we get over there. I don't train you, I don't fed you, so don't you go to asking for no food. Don't you go to putting your foot on the couch, and you better not jump in their bed. Pookie house is already there, but you train your child not to embarrass you when they get there. Same thing for the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is on its way. But we've got to establish the kingdom of God. How God wants things done when they get here, so you won't be acting a fool. You won't be taking your, 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 your royal robe out there and, 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 and doing some crazy stuff with it. You won't be tightening it up on the side, and, you know, <laughs> trying to show off what you... No, that ain't how the kingdom operate, baby. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You won't take your crown and kick it to the side. You know, no, they ain't how the kingdom operate. Uh-uh. So we got to teach you here on earth how the, kingdom, how the kingdom of heaven operates because it's on its way. You had to me back in 1999 when Prince was talking about, you know, 1999, whoops, we out of time. I never would have thought I'd be here in 2020. I mean, I thought the world was getting ready to end. In 2000, when they were talking about the, the, the Y2K book, I thought it was going to end then. I thought it was going to end as surely when, the, when, the, when they had the four blood moons and the, uh, the tetrad. I surely thought we should open up. And here we are, 2020, and we still here. God is doing something that's, that's far beyond us. He's trying to establish something that we can't put a timetable on. So what are we to do? We are to occupy till he comes. Act like kings and priests. Establish his rule and his reign here on earth. You're supposed to be living in heaven. We got so far away from it, we're we, we okay with living off the government. We're okay with living off of this. No, you should not be. There's something inside you ought to be saying, I am created to be more. I'm not waiting on my EBT. I'm not waiting on my what, uh, Social Security. Really? You want me to live off $700 a month and I'm a king? You want to tell me that I can't get married and my husband live with me Now, mate, live with me because you're going to take me off of your substance. What? I should have been off of that a long time ago. Thy kingdom come. Watch this. Thy what? Will be done. A king states what he wants. What he says becomes law. It is not optional. The problem comes with us in our society is that we don't understand the kingdom because we've been born in America. Who's that son to song? I live in America. Jay Brown. Ah, hit me. All right, I'm sorry. It went there. All right. I live in America. I was born there, so I don't understand kingdom privilege, kingdom rights, or a kingdom. So I had to go to the, to the, to the website to help me to understand what a kingdom is and I'm going to show you today, but I understand this, that a king is just that king. What he says comes to pass. You don't have an option. When he says do this, you do it. That's why a satyrian on that road, when he said, Lord, if you just speak the word, I'm good. And when Jesus said, I have found so great a faith in all of Israel, and it had to come from a satyrian, a Roman soldier. Why? Because he understood the authority of a king. See, we think we have options. You know what got Adam kicked out? It wasn't that he listened to Eve. He got kicked out because he disobeyed God. When you are part of a kingdom, you do what the king asked you, and the king had asked him not to eat of the tree. The day he ate of it, you got to get out of this kingdom. That's why we think it's optional that we can live any kind of way we want to and still be a part of God's kingdom. No, when you start doing that, the kingdom works against you. everything that God had for you now turns against you because you decided that you were going to disobey the king, the orders of the king. So thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So whatever's going on in heaven should be going on on earth. That's why we got to learn a lot, y'all. We got to fight for a lot. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no poverty in heaven. There's no disease in heaven. There's no lack in heaven. Well, what happened to us? We failed. We failed. We, stopped. we got accustomed to the world. And not one of us in here needs to look at nobody else because we all, oh, when you was in the world, you enjoyed it. And don't lie. Don't be hard on all these others who's in here now. They still enjoy the world. You enjoyed it when you was out there. Matter of fact, you're just jealous because you know better and you can't do it. You're more mad at them because they, they hadn't gotten to the rule for revelation that you got and they enjoying it, and you're mad at them. Don't you know you're going to hell? Then you know when you were doing it. <laughs> so you got to pray for them because they're lost. They don't understand it. You know better, so you can't do it. There's some things that the world is doing that you cannot do. They might smoke, they might drink, they might have sex outside of marriage. You can't do it. Why? Because you are part of another kingdom. So don't come asking me, Pastor, well, well, why is it that that you tell us we got to hold out when all these other women out here are giving it up? Well, they are part of another kingdom. Well, it ain't right. Well, that's their kingdom. Then make a decision. Which kingdom are you going to operate in? You ain't got to come to me. Make a decision. And when you make a decision, there are consequences. If you decide to go live with the devil, then okay, play with the devil. But his job is to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, I want to have life. Then stay your butt in the right kingdom. It ain't hard. It's just a choice. And that's what messes us up. If God, God, take away the choice, God says, I'm not going to do it. I want you to choose to love me or leave me. All right. So, that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Let's move on to this part because the kingdom is designed to increase. I believe, I hadn't been in outer space, hadn't been in the outer atmosphere, but I believe that when God said, let there be light, light is still going on. I think things are still being formed because God's just that powerful. Because the Bible said his kingdom, there should be no end. All right, so the kingdom is increasing. So what happened is this. God's in heaven, has decided that I want to bring my kingdom another place. My kingdom has to expand. So he created earth. In creating earth, his mindset was for the kingdom of heaven to be on earth. So therefore, whatever happened in the earth that caused it to become null and void, it wasn't God doing it. It was the devil who did it. And in the process of time, when God recreated, restructured everything, he decided to create man. Now, creating man, he created man in his own image and in his own likeness so that man could have dominion over the earth. Dominion is a word used for a king because a king has dominion. A Lord has domain. Now, he's both king and Lord. We call him Lord because he has a domain. Right now, this is my domain, this church inside these four walls. When I say it, it's supposed to happen. Outside these four walls, it began to expand, and is the kingdom. The whole Mississippi, Tennessee area becomes a part of the kingdom. But inside your house, your home, is your kingdom. It is your domain. You set your rules and your authority, and everybody's supposed to obey it because you're king and priest of your home. That's why, young people, if you're still in here and hadn't left yet, When your parents make rules, you are supposed to abide by those rules. But I don't like it. They're their rules. Well, I ain't going to do it. Then get out. Adam got put out of the kingdom because he didn't want to obey God's rules. So if you're not going to obey, that means you've got to go. Go and establish your own domain. See, when you start operating by kingdom understanding, everything makes sense to you. I don't have to put an age on when you're supposed to get out. I know when you're supposed to get out, when. When you start establishing your own rules in my house, it's time for you to go. Amen. Amen. All right, so God designed for the kingdom to increase. He created earth and all these other planets, I believe, to expand his kingdom. Man fell on earth. We hadn't explored Mars and Jupiter and Pluto and all those other planets out there. Why? Because we hadn't done a good job with Earth. We fell on the first spot in the first planet. And now God's saying, what I want to do, says, Adam, you gave away the kingdom, and he really gave it to Satan because Satan told Jesus, I give it to you because it was given to me. But Jesus went by that way. He said, no, I'm going to take it from you. I'm going to pay the price for it, and it's going to be mine again. And what he did was he took it back, and then he gave it back to us. Now, how are we establishing the kingdom since Jesus gave it back to us? So here we go. The kingdom is an increasing kingdom. Isaiah chapter 6, 6, verse 1. Miss King.
0: This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. All
1: right. You hear that? Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. So as big as the earth is, God said, this is something small compared to where I stay. He is such a big God that earth is just a footstool to him. We don't know who we serve. He has all power. All power. And watch this. He began to talk about his government and his rule, Miss King, Isaiah 9, verse 7.
0: Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order, to order it, and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform
1: this. The zeal, he said, this is how I'm going to establish my government or my kingdom. My peace shall be no end. I'm going to establish it by the zeal of the Lord. What is zeal? Miss King. Intense passion and inward burning desire. An intense passion of burning desire on the inside of you. You know what? When you have a zeal for something, I see guys in, in high school who have a zeal for playing basketball. And you have this guy who may be 6'9", standing up here, but this little guy who can dunk and jump and got so much zeal, he goes straight into him and bam, dunked it over I saw him, I saw a guy, I don't know the guy's name, but dunk over this guy who was tall and was blocking the goal and he just started lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting and next thing you know, boom, and everybody in the gym just went crazy. He had a zeal. He had a passion and you can't stop me. You jump out there on him, he'll shake you, break your ankles. He got a zeal. Okay? If you have a zeal, nothing can stop you whether it be right or wrong. If you have a zeal that you're not going to work and you're going to go out there and steal at the night, at night, in the night hour, you're going to do it. You ain't scared of nobody. You're out there with your whatever you got and you're going to rob, steal, and destroy. That's your zeal. A bad zeal, but it's still a zeal. God's saying that there's a zeal inside of you that he's placed inside of you to establish his kingdom. Peace, justice. And until there will be no end to this. Meaning when you do it, you can pass it on to your children's children's children. Y'all hear me? So God wants us to use that. And when somebody has a zeal, you really need to get out of their way because you can't stop them. If they have a true zeal, there's nothing you can say that's going to stop them from doing it or being it. Amen? All right. So, thy kingdom come. I went to the website. Because I did not understand kingdom and what a kingdom was all about because again, I was born in America. And in America we have choices. In America we can do our own thing. okay? But in a kingdom I found out was different. So I brought this to you and I'll be able to give you the website so you can go look at it in your leisure on your own. But a kingdom is a governing, a, a, a kingdom is a governing, Impact of a king's will over a territory or domain. His influence over people, a government led by a king. That's the definition of a kingdom, of somebody who has authority over a territory or a domain or a dominion or influence or people. Okay? Every kingdom must have a king. King dung. King, dumb, domain. Dumb is what we get the word, domain. Kingdom put together means a king who reigns over a domain. Okay? So every kingdom must, number one, have a king. But it also it's true that every king is automatically lord. Because if he's a king, he reigns over everything, but he also has a domain that's individual's or things that he must make sure he brings order to. All right? I'm gonna get somewhere with this. Remember, this is foundational. All right? It is the quality of lordship that distinguishes a king from what? A president, or a prime minister, or a mayor, or a governor. In fact, a king's lordship makes him different from any other king or any other human leader in this earth. Lordship makes a king unique, okay? You understand it. Wake up now. You got to stay with me. So what we have done is crowned Jesus king, but how did he get to be king? I think we need to know this, all right? The common word that's used in Scripture mostly that we hear about all the time is Lord, you know, Lord. Uh, Miss King was doing one sometimes. She just impressed me so much. Everybody was trying to say something nice to their husband and everything. She said something that she called me Lord. And I just bet I mean, I just got all hot and mushy on the inside. She said, I'm Lord. You, you don't know. You don't know. That, that, so you ain't never, uh, Anyway, all right, let me keep going. All right. So keep in mind that this word does not exist in a democracy. Okay? A socialist society or republic. Except that the word, the only word we know Lord, is we to talking about landlord. <laughs> hey, that's messed up. I say, Lord, you ain't got no idea what I'm talking about. But I say, landlord, oh, that's somebody who I pay my rent to. (laughs) So we got, you know, we got some things twisted. We don't understand stuff unless it's brought down to our level. So that's why I'm trying to elevate your thinking right now. So in reference to the one who owns or rent from others, Philippians chapter 2, verse verse 9 through 11.
0: This came. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, Hmm. and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father.
1: Watch this. Watch this. The Ancient of Days, the Creator. The Bible said, wherefore he, God, the Ancient of Days, the Creator, also highly exalted him and gave him a name that's above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Now that's a king. That's a king. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, whether you live in heaven or you live on earth or you live underneath the earth. See, watch this. This kingdom, God just established his domain. In heaven, he reigns king. On earth, he reigns king. Anything that's on the earth where the devils and the demons are locked in chains of darkness, He reigns king. He's king and Lord over all.
0: If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the breach ministry, please visit us at ROTBchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB. 24587 24587 Thank you for listening and may God bless you.